is an inspiring educators podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our inspiring educators. Inspiring educators, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. It's Lila, the educator motivator, coming to you from Los Angeles. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Lila Noor. You can actually find me on all social media. I got that from Chris at Miss Lila Noor. So that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere. Um, you, I'm also an instructional coach now at Manual Arts Senior High School and the CPM Regional Coordinator for LAUSD. Every week, we like to talk about what we're grateful for, just to bring some sort of light and positive energy into the podcast and to you. And this week, I'm grateful that, drumroll please, Jay is back. We got my man's Jay oh, back in the house. Man. We did what, about five, six, 25 episodes without you? And he's <laughs> it's not Shay, and he's back, and I'm excited to get some of this Jay commentary going. Shay, thanks, Lila. I appreciate it. Uh, Coach Jay, Jadrian Grimes, coming to you live from the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, head of business operations at uh, the North Metro Academy of the Performing Arts here in the Metro Atlanta area. My Facebook and Twitter is my first and last name. That's Jadrian Grimes, J-A-D-R-I-E-N-G-R-I-M-E-S. What I'm grateful for today is just a, a solid first month um, in a brand new career of education. I can't say this is the most, some of the most meaningful work that I've ever done in my life. And I'm very, very excited to be doing this work and the work that we do every day up until this point, And I just pray that this flame just continues to stay on fire. So I'm grateful for that. Thanks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your boy, Dr. Christopher J. Childs, academic rock star, your favorite teacher, favorite teacher, favorite teacher. You can find me on social media at DRK Childs. I'm on all social media platforms, the ones that are out, the old ones, and the ones that have yet to be invented. This week, I am grateful for all of my educators out there who are pushing the envelope a lot of different people that I'm connecting with, I'm really hearing for the first time, for my first time being in the career and then from an historical first time, teachers are really pushing the educators, not just teachers, educators in general, are pushing the envelope in terms of race and politics and their impacts in the classroom. And they're having authentic discussions and learning about what they can do to change the narrative going forth. This, I think this is at the moment very unprecedented. Because there's three things you don't talk about in this world, race, religion, and politics. And people are finally starting to talk about two of them. And religion is slowly going to creep in there. But I think it's going to give a better understanding of what we're dealing with in the world, especially in education. So I'm thankful for my courageous educators out there. This week, the hot topic, we're going to be talking about administrators, to focusing on administrators. And when we say administrators, we're referring to Yes, if you have the title administrator or if you're just a leader within your school building or if you aspire to be an administrator. And we're going to focus on how do you support your teachers or how do you support the ones who report directly to you? So indirect reports or direct reports, how do you support them? When you think about school quality, it tends to focus on teachers and what they do to affect achievement or how they succeed or how they fail. But district and building administrators have an enormous influence on the education equation. 
a factor that is often overlooked. So on this episode, we're really going to focus on administrators and their relationship, developing that culture, everything, because administrators really make the school go around. Like teachers are the foundation, they're the groundwork, but administrators can make it go smoothly or they can make it go rough. So I'm going to throw it to my co-host. Like, what, what are your thoughts on the administrators and their roles? For me, I think an administrator really needs to know what teachers need, right? So if you don't really know what your your faculty and your staff, what your environment needs, and, and you t- and you you cater to that, that's not to say that everybody's going to get what they want, or you can you know cater to every single teacher. Um, but you really need to know genuinely what your teachers in in your school what people care about and what they look forward to the most in terms of growth uh for your school and 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 being able to cultivate that environment of everybody feeling like they're making progress and they're growing you got to know what everybody there needs i definitely echo those sentiments and i even add to it um, I like to say people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, just being genuinely concerned about a person and what they have going on. I think um, the administration's main responsibility in any organization, but definitely more specifically education, I mean, influence, number one, because I believe that's what leadership is. It's influence, right? Like you set the trajectory of the path that your organization is going on, like the work culture, the school culture or whatever, it starts from the top down. Like you help create that culture and what it is. People are gonna love to come here every day or they're gonna hate to come here every day or they're gonna be in the middle and you're gonna have folks in between. You know, what does that look like? You know, where where do you wanna be as it relates to that? But I think the main thing is, and what I told um, the educators in our building, my job is to make sure you have every single thing you need from A to Z, literally everything. Because all I want you to do every day and all these 365 scholars need you to do every day is do what you do best. And that's teach, be that superhero. I don't want you to have to worry about pens and pencils and sharpeners and paper and all of that, whatever it is, you know, and stresses. Like, I literally want to make sure you have, you are equipped to do your job every single day that you are in the building. Now that, there's a lot. That's, that's That's a huge dynamic, you know, but that role should be shared. You know, most schools have, a number of different people on their administration. It's not just one people. It's not just the principals. You have APs. You have other roles, um, depending on what your school district is and how it's shaped. But I think the main focus of every administration should make sure that your educators have every single thing they need so that they can teach. I think that cuts the excuses out, and that also helps with the culture as well. I think you make a good point in regard to helps cut the excuses out because a lot of administrators forget that's, the, in my opinion, one of your key roles across if you're in a leadership role. My thing was when I was in a leadership role, how do I make the ones who are reporting to me, how do I make their lives easier? 
and 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 a lot of people say, well, as a minister, there's a lot of work on me. You you signed up for that. That's what you get to do. And if you want your personnel to be at their best, you should literally carry a heavier burden than everyone else. And typically you get paid a little bit more. So with that being said, as Jadrian pointed out, you need to do whatever it takes from A to Z. And I say from zero to infinity to make the ones who are reporting to you make their lives easier and do what's best. And again, focusing on the student. So I want us to think about something. We think about focus on the students and making teachers' lives easier. What happens at, when a person goes from a teacher to an administrator and they become disconnected? What do I mean? We, you know, when we're teachers, we say, when I get an administrator, I never do all these things. But when we, someone becomes an administrator, sometimes it seems as if they lost touch with that reality of being a teacher and understanding what a support looked like. They just put on that, hey, I'm the boss lens or... I got to get these initiatives done, period. And that impacts relationships. So what are some of your thoughts on that proportion? It, it, it takes, I, that's, that's tricky. I, I can understand, I can see how that can happen because I mean, it happens in all sorts of, of areas of life. You know, you think about people say, oh, you know, when I get money, I get big, I ain't going to change. I'm still come to the hood. I'm whoop, whoop, whoop. And people, they get, they get big, they get money, they change. I think the part that stops the disconnect is when you are able to stay grounded. But like Chris said, unfortunately, we do see some um, administrators that don't stay grounded. And I think it shouldn't be, but it sometimes ends up being the role of the teachers in the community to kind of try to keep administrators grounded. But, you know, we've seen that go south many a times where if you're not in an environment where your your thoughts and your opinions or your voices respected teacher as being ground floor and not being at the same level as the admin that that can go very wrong so end up in an environment that just ends up chaotic and toxic overall 100 percent and look, in, in order to lead people, you must first serve people and you continue to serve even though you're the leader. Like, don't forget where you came from, right? And the, the great thing in it all is obviously you did well enough or someone thought you did well enough or your body of work spoke well enough for you that you were able to get promoted into administration, right? So now you're in a position where you're leading people. Duplicate yourself, right? You, you're not, everyone's not going to take, sh share what helped get you where you are. You know, you're not the only one that wanted to be an administrator. You know, some people may not want to be an administrator in the building that they're in. They want to go somewhere else. You know, take care of the people that, that take care of you. Share those tactics that you used to have. Because if you don't, it's only one person you're shortchanging and that's that scholar that's in that classroom if you were so exceptional in the classroom you need to share that just because you're in leadership you're making a few extra coins guys we still have to do the work there's work that needs to be done every single day in our industry and it's never gonna stop we're always evolving and if you don't want to do the work don't take the promotion like, don't do it. I think a lot of administrators also need to realize 
they're the ones that report to them are not them. A lot of people want a lot of mini me's to do exactly what I do, how I do it, when everyone is different and everyone's unique. And that goes back to, as we stated at the beginning of the episode, how do you develop that authentic relationship so you understand everyone is not you? And also consider administrators. Be the administrator you needed when you were that young teacher. I think we have to constantly think back when we were that brand new teacher, excited about the field, ready to go. What did we need? And as we pointed out earlier, while you have to do all this stuff from A to Z for your teacher, zero to infinity, that's so it comes with a job. But it's constantly how do you constantly push yourself to go above and beyond even that piece in what you do and keep. And one of the things a lot of administrators do is like to say, well, I have these things going on and then complain about all the nuances of it. As a teacher and the ones that report to you, they don't really care. About, I hate to say it. They don't care about your nuances. So you need to develop your circle of friends at, a, at that administrative level, people outside the job that you can, quote unquote, complain to and have that time with that. I call it the water cooler. But when you're in that building, as Jadrian has pointed out so many times, be about the scholars, be about the teachers, and be about the business of helping students succeed, helping your teachers or whoever reports to you succeed also. And I want administrators to think about something else in terms of support. And an administrator actually told me this. The teachers would be, on average, teachers outlast administrators. Administrators come and go. Teachers are typically at the school for a significant amount of time. So when you think about supporting your teachers, you need to keep in your mind also that if you're not a good administrator, they're just going to wait you out. So it's how do you develop that relationship with them? Because in, in my opinion, every person that reports to someone authentically wants to try to work with that person. They want to support their administrators. They want to buy into the initiatives. But on the flip side, they want to know, do you care about me as a person? And just like our students come to us and say, you know, and they want to, you know, we talk about this all the time. We know our students want to please us as the teachers in the room. Like we want our administrators to be proud of the work that we do in the classroom. Like we want our administrators to be able to say, goodness, I saw that thing you were doing in your classroom or I hear people discussing what's happening with you and it's amazing. So it really requires our administrators to to know that we we don't go into work expecting to do bad jobs. Like we want to be able to have those great relationships and to know that we're being acknowledged. Final piece for me is remember that I'm a human being. Like I'm a human before I became a teacher, before I, I started taking on all these additional roles. I, I am a person feelings and other things that go on in my life. And you have to remember that as admin and not push that to the side or make your problems, like Chris said, the bigger topic of discussion. Oh, like realistically as teachers, because you are in a position you're in, we don't care about the nuances of your job. We care about you as a person, right? But it requires for that, that reciprocity to also remember that I'm a human being and I want to be cared about. On this show, we love to give tips to our educators. We love to get tips. And one of the tips, we want to give a couple of tips for administrators or those in leadership roles. How can you support your teachers if you're in direct administrative position or if you're just in a leadership role? How do you support those who report to you? Birthday recognitions. Everyone loves to be recognized when their birthday month, whether it's an email, a handwritten card. I'll give you a cheap tip. 
Dollar Tree has cards for a dollar. And actually, some are 50 cents. Or you can just buy the box of cards and just write a handwritten note, happy birthday, and it makes you a world of difference. Another tip, create a staff newsletter with information just for staff. A lot of the administrators that I work with, I constantly encourage them to overly communicate because contrary to popular belief, a lot of times things are not working out because they don't know or know or understand what you're trying to do. You're just making assumptions. Another good tip, roll up your sleeves. Jadrian pointed this out earlier. Roll up your sleeves and join in. Get in the, in the trenches and do the work. Like the administrators love to tell you how I, when I was teaching, I used to do this. Well, come to the classroom and do it. Or if they have a field day, take put on some sneakers and go and interact in field day, but actually get in the business of the work and not standing on a high horse. Also, another administrative tip, be accessible and available. That's key. Your, your job does not end at 5 o'clock. It does not start at, let's say, 7 or 8. You're, you're, you're on 24-7, 365. Be accessible and available. You signed up for it. That's a part of what you do. And then when you, another good tip. I, for me, I used to love to do classroom visits without a clipboard, without an agenda, hmm. just to authentically see, hey, what you doing today? What are you here for? I'm literally here not to judge. I'm just trying to see what are you doing? And in my head, I'm actually processing what can I do to help you or support you? Whether it's resources, whether it's time, that's all I'm here for. I'm not here to take notes. And that changes the dynamic. And most importantly to my administrators, especially my new ones and my veteran ones, you got to learn to have fun in what we do. Like, you can't be a, you can't be a square all the time. So loosen up, loosen your tie, or if you're a young lady, kick off the, the heels. Relax and have fun. Like, do some team building. So what are some of your final thoughts, Jadrian and Lila, in regards to administrators and how they can support their teachers? Um, I would say just continue to cultivate that positive environment where you're encouraging camaraderie. I think one of the things that I've disliked the most when it came to my any environment that I've been in, that's not even within the classroom or school or outside. I don't feel camaraderie. I don't I, I don't feel like I, I belong in a space. I don't feel like it's home. So making sure you're cultivating that and, and weeding out that toxic energy, as soon as you sense it, as soon as you feel it, find it and treat it in some sort of way, because that type, the, the, the toxicity that can, can begin to, you know, develop in, in teachers for one reason or another, who knows what, there's something that you can do more than likely find it and treat it so that it doesn't continue to spread and ruin the environment of the entire school. Create a great work culture. I mean, you hit a lot of points lead by example. Um, my biggest thing is jump in and do the work. Two days ago, I was in the lunchroom passing out lunches, grabbing milks. I mean, selling down tables, sweeping the floor. I mean, you you have to have a mentality as an administrator, especially, is you do whatever it takes. The main thing is student achievement. So whatever tie is tied into that student achievement, you have to do whatever it takes. If it's picking up a broom, if it's helping with field day, like Chris said, whatever it is, because you're leading by example. Hey, you do that too. You, I mean, you're a colleague just like everyone else. 
And once you start rolling up your sleeves, you'll see more and more of your colleagues start to roll up their sleeves. Love on your people, value your people, let them get promoted. You know, ask them what they need from you to help them get what they're trying to get. You know, that's the most unselfish thing that you can do. Saying, hey, I need you right now, but I understand you want to fly and do your own thing. And that's fine. How can I help you get there? Mm-hmm. And, and if you start telling your folks that, and if you mean it, um, and if they believe in you as a leader, because if they don't believe in you as a leader, you might as well punch holes in the boat because y'all about to sleep. I mean, that's just point blank, period. Um, if they believe in you and you truly have a, a passion about what you're doing and, and developing people and developing other leaders, not developing followers, but developing other leaders, organization will be in a better place, I promise you. As we think about getting your organization in a better place, a lot of you love to hear the inspirational moments because it gives you the extra mm, to get you through into the next episode. And this week's inspirational moment has been brought to you by none other than Miss Lila. I think Jay actually said it best in that last piece he just said, where he said, help develop other leaders. And I've heard and I've seen, for instance, my principal really embody this where you are believing in lifting while you climb. As an administrator, you are making sure that you are not on a solo mission. It's not just about you being a principal. It's not just about you being an AP or a dean or whatever your title is. You are thinking about the fact that there are 20 to 50 people up under you who look to you for guidance, who look to you for leadership, who look to you to be a a word or a voice of reason. And while they look to you, they want to see good stuff. They want to see into everything that has helped you become who you are and to get where you are. So in the process of you being the administrator and, and filling out the paperwork and answering the emails and making sure you are, are um, checking off all the boxes to get things done, you want to make sure that you're creating an environment where your teachers know they can come to you to figure out how to be leaders too. I want to know that my principal or my administrators, if I can look to them and not only just see the things that help make them a leader, but I'm also thinking about how can I get into that? I want, I want to be that. I want to be that person. Even if I don't want to be the principal, I want to embody those qualities. And if I do want to be a principal, I know that I can come to you to discuss your journey. I know that I can come to you to discuss how you've, you've, overcome obstacles and became the person that you are and to be in a position of leadership to help create something as amazing as a school run. As an administrator, consider the people under you. And I say under very loosely because, you know, we don't like to think about this over under totem pole kind of situation, but you are the boss. Right. And as the boss, I want to know that you're thinking about not just tomorrow, not today, not just my test scores, not just how the fact that I took attendance, not just these grades. I want to know that you are also thinking about me as a person and, and my qualities and my attributes and my abilities to be a leader as well. And you think about lifting me as a teacher. You think about where I can go. And that's not me trying to be selfish. It's not selfish. And it's not me trying to be self-centered and only think about my own agenda. But considering that you've made it, you've made it somewhere of, of importance, of greatness, of, 
and uh, where you can influence a mass amount of people. You're influencing schools between five and 5,000 students every day among the teachers that you have as well. I want you to think about how can you start lifting your teachers while you climb. And that is why Lila is the educator motivator. After that, there's nothing else to be said. I do want to challenge every administrator out there, every teacher leader out there. What are you going to do to support your teachers? Starting immediately, not two weeks, three weeks. Immediately, what are you going to do to support your teachers? This has been the Inspire Educators Podcast. Until the next episode, we O-U-T, we out of here. Bye. I'm back, it's the baby. Educate <laughs> <He> back. <laughs> oh,